want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
episode 139. <laughs> what do we have starting us off? You don't like my energy? Uh, yeah, it's good energy. <laughs> uh, we kicked this episode off with In the Shadows of Giants mm-hmm. with the song The Twilight Epitaph to Endure. Yes, and that's off of their latest release, The Quiet World. And then after that, we went into Astral Moon with the song Astral Necromancy. Thank you. That's such a weird word to it say, is. to look at and say. It is. It's an odd word. Um, so in the Shadows of Giants new release, mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. I actually had a chance to listen to it all the way through, and it's pretty evident that it's a story that is supposed to be listened to from start to finish. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I felt bad picking one song in the middle mm-hmm. because I feel like you're telling the middle of a story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. But I told them that we were going to play our favorite song this week mm-hmm. and that's it. Very nice. Yeah. Um, in other news, it is National Microwave Day. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and the only reason why this is interesting is because we have some funny stories to share. But first, um, did you know that Raytheon filed a U.S. patent application for Spencer's microwave? That's the guy who kind of figured out the microwave, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um he had a store too, right? No, that's a different Spencer. Yeah. Uh, October 8th, 1945. Wow. In 1947, Raytheon built the first commercially available microwave. It was called the Raider Range. <laughs> and I don't know I f- I don't know when this was last updated. But this is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. An estimated 90% of homes in the U.S. have a microwave in them. Mm-hmm. Why is that not 100? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How? Who can live without a microwave? I, <laughs> I would think it would be higher. I mean, I guess, I mean, you can. Yeah. It's a joke. I did. We. I think I was 14 when we got one. I never lived without a microwave. Yeah. My older brother might have mm. for like a minute. Yeah, we were we were late to get a lot of things. Um, in the microwave, I remember I really was pushing for the microwave, and uh, it took us quite a while to get one. And um, I don't know how long she had it, but. I know, so my mother still had the, the microwave up until fairly recently. Uh, like a, a couple years ago. Yeah. So I don't know how this micro- microwave lived that long, but it, it probably, and it still worked when she got rid of it, if she did. It might be in her basement. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but that was... um. I don't know, over 30 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember seeing it for the first time and I was like, whoa, yeah. the thing's like an antique. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was pretty impressive, actually. 
It still worked fine. <laughs> like it wasn't a high power one, but everything worked. I like, do wonder what she did with it. Yeah, I don't we'll know. get a text after she listens. Yeah, she's not one to throw things away that work. Yeah, so. I mean, which I kind of get. Yeah, but um, so the apartment complex we lived in before we moved here mm-hmm. uh, was huge. There mm-hmm. were like a ton of people in it, mm-hmm. and. I think I experienced it more than you because you were traveling like 99% of your life at that point. And I was always home. Mm-hmm. I have worked remote since like before COVID. Yeah. Um, so I've worked from home for like a long time. So I'm like always home is my point. Mm-hmm. And don't rub it in. Um, it, I don't know. What would you say? At least once a week, the building would be evacuated because of, fire alarms <laughs> it seemed yeah it was it at was least often. like they did fire drills that was a little different you I, like knew the difference yeah. so we didn't really leave even though you're supposed to i um, remember us arguing more than a couple times about the that fire. we have to leave we have to leave and i'm like i'm not fucking leaving because we go stand outside in the fucking winter or in the rain for like an hour at least. While the fire department comes and is like, okay, it was it was just a fake alarm. Go so, back in. So a couple of them were actual fires. Mm-hmm. One of them was kind of scary and it happened like in a mechanical room. Mm-hmm. And it happened in the mechanical room of the stairs, the stairwell I had to go down. Yeah. And it was smoky and uh, you can smell it. Yeah. That kind of scared me. <clears throat> um. But there was one incident where somebody got the idea to microwave a croissant a croissant yeah. for 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. And set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> this came later, but I, I want to believe that I'm going to just put it all together that this person put <laughs> the, the, the croissant in the microwave for 45 minutes. And then went and took selfies of her in a mirror with a Catholic schoolgirl outfit on and was posting it online. Yeah, so... I'm sure that wasn't the same at the same time, but it would be hilarious if it was. Sidebar. <laughs> we had a resident... I don't know, what was it? Like a Facebook group yeah, or something yeah. where like somebody was selling something or getting yeah. rid of something or, hey, this cool thing is going on. It was just like a board, like yeah. a message board type and thing. And those... Those people, correct me if I'm wrong, but they, there was more fighting in that board than you see on Facebook. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was, that place could have its own reality show. Oh, yeah. Um, but residents would post selfies of themselves in the bathroom, like, yeah. in lingerie doing interesting things yeah, yeah and it was so out of place and right. uncomfortable yeah this was like a, a an apartment community message board it was not for fucking it wasn't tinder yeah <laughs> or yeah. grinder or anything really weird <laughs> but again it could probably have its own sex app within oh yeah that ecosystem yeah, yeah. that was a very interesting place to yeah, live it sure was <laughs> um and do you think that that person deliberately put it in for 45 minutes or do you think they meant 45 seconds and no just forgot 
No. I think it was celebrate. Ugh, man. That's rough. Yeah. So, fast forward. Here we are. What day was it? Tuesday? Mm. Was it Tuesday? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someday this week. Mm-hmm. After work. You know, it gets dark at like 4.30 now, so. Uh, practice and piano. You were doing your practice, your mm-hmm. bass practice in the other room. Yeah. And I start hearing all these sirens and like they, they're getting closer and closer and louder and louder and they won't stop. Like mm-hmm. it happened for like five minutes straight. Mm. And then I realized I look out and all of them are in our parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were so many. It, it was insane. There's what? I, I don't I couldn't even tell you. There's like what? Two, three ambulances. Oh, there were a hundred first responders in the parking lot. Easy. So I knew something was going on. For one apartment building. Yeah. So then we get an email the next day saying, due to the safety of our tenants. Because yeah. uh, someone was stupid. Yeah. Whatever they did. Yeah. Due to, the, due to the safety of our tenants, you can no longer burn candles in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't have candles. Like, can they even do that? Uh, that wasn't in the lease we signed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything about no candles. Yeah. Well, this is also coming from the same individuals who was trying to address a smoking situation. Someone yeah. was smoking cigarettes in their apartment. Mm-hmm. And he sent something out saying, if you don't stop, I'm going to evict the whole floor, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, we're like, wait a minute. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. That's like elementary school shit. Yeah. The teacher threatens the whole class. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't. Doesn't doesn't work that way. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. We have an interesting block coming up. Mm-hmm. So both bands are on a split release mm-hmm. um, on personal records. So we're going to kick it off with Carathis with the song Execute the Ambush. And then after that, Selfure from Canada with the song Obsolescence. Out on personal records, split release, February 4th.
What's up? This is Sully. You're listening to Grim Dystopian. Booyah! few weeks left in the year but i have 
from loudersound.com. They have a uh, top 10 black metal albums of 2021. Oh, okay. And I hope nobody's releasing anything really great in the next three weeks. I <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't heard of all these bands. But I'm going to read them to you. Okay. And maybe this will be our uh, listening, the the stuff that we don't know we should check out. Absolutely. Over the coming Oh, week. is there stuff we do know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, some of it. All right, let's go. All right, number 10 is Noctul with the album Wretched Abyss. And this is uh, apparently a one-person female black metal project um i don't know why female is relevant but well they say it in the article okay um she's also uh in a hardcore band called svalbard which i haven't heard of either um so that's number 10 and number nine is yath area uh as the flame withers and this has two ex-alumni of Rotting Christ in their ranks. Huh. Uh, number eight is Dold Vorde Enz Navin with the album uh, Morkir. Um, and this says it has members that have played in the likes of Satyricon, Ulver, and Dodes Heimgard. Hmm. I don't believe I've heard this. I will check it out. Number seven is Voices uh, Breaking Through the Trauma Bond. Number six is a band that we're going to be playing next week, I believe. And I know this band, and I like this band, but I don't know how to say the name. And Chris Golding knows this band. Yeah. Fluisterars. <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Yeah. And the album title is even much worse than that. It's uh, Gegreppen Dur de Geist der Zilsan Tluking. I'm sure you nailed that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Yeah. That's a cool band. I can I can vouch for that. Yeah. And you'll be hearing them next week. Com- compliments of Criff. Yeah. Because he sent a he sent us a specific song, so he did. Um Number five is uh US black metal newcomers Storm Ruler with the song uh album Under the Burning Eclipse. Number four is Nigura Bunget with the album Zao. Number three, not my favorite band, Cradle of Filth, with the album Existence is Futile. One's not going to be happy with that. I do like their first album, though. But then I kind of faded away. Um, number two is Dordeda, with the album Horror. <laughs> number one i'm confident you're nailing all oh yeah this. i'm sure all, all perfect yeah number one is uh the band mole m-o-l 
with the album Diorama. Cool. So yeah, we have some uh, some stuff to check out. It's we're getting into black metal season. So yeah, yeah, we are. It's awesome. Thanks I'm, for sharing that. I'm a fan us. of black metal. Yeah. I know it's not everyone's cup, but it's my cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Speaking of cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> but here she comes. to her shelf of pickled punks <laughs> and pulled off a jar of peatless. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, that, so that was Peatless. There's no Peats in the band. <laughs> I don't know much about this band, but they have had a Joseph, a John, and a Barbara, but no Pete. The song we played was Squeezed Out. Yeah, they squeezed it out. And they're from... Long Island. Upstate, yeah. Yeah, yeah upstate Long Island. No, downstate. <laughs> That's what I meant. That was 1997 demo. Cool. So I have a, an interesting on this day in history. Okay. In 1969, mm. murder at the Ultima Festival brings the six, 60s to a violent end. Have you ever heard of the Ultima Festival? Ultima? Altamont. Altamont in 69? Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe so. All right. It was a new music festival in Northern California the brainchild of the Rolling Stones who hoped to cap off their U.S. tour in late 69 with a concert that would be the West Coast equivalent to Woodstock in both scale and spirit. Um, unlike Woodstock, however, which was the result of months of careful planning by a team of well-funded organizers, Altamont was a largely improvised affair that did not have a definite venue arranged just days before the event. Um, Sounds like good planning. Yeah. So let's see. It was only on Thursday, December 4th, that organizers settled on the Ultima Speedway located location for a free concert um, that was scheduled to include Santana, the Jefferson Airplane, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and the Grateful Dead. Mm. Um, the event would also include infamously several dozen members of the Hells Angels motorcycle gang acting as informal security staff uh, in exchange for $500 worth of beer as gratuity. I did hear about this. I didn't know it was there, though. But go ahead. Um, it was dark by the time the concert's ne next to last act, The Grateful Dead, was scheduled to appear, but the dead had left the venue entirely out of concern for their safety when they learned that Jefferson Airplane singer Marty had been knocked unconscious by one of the Hells Angels in a melee during the band's performance. Wow. <laughs> it was during the Rolling Stones set, however, that a 21-year-old Hells Angel named Alan Pissarro stabbed a gun-wielding 18-year-old named Meredith Hunter to death just 20 feet in front of the stage where Mick Jagger was performing Under My Thumb. Unaware that someone had died, the Rolling Stones completed their set without further incident, bringing an end to the tumultuous day that saw three accidental deaths and four live births. Wow. <clears throat> um, how many, does it say how many people attended? No. Hmm. It does say the killing of Meredith Hunter at Altamont was captured on film in Give Me Shelter, the documentary of the Stone 69 tour by Albert and David... Maceless and Charlotte Zerwin, which opens with Jagger viewing the footage in an editing room several months later. In the years since, Jagger has not spoken publicly about the killing for which Pissarro was tried but acquitted on grounds of self-defense. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know those details at um, all. It does not say how many people attended, though. Well, I'm guessing if there was accidental deaths, four live births, there had to be 
quite a few people. Like 200 people? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to check out that... Um, documentary? The documentary, Give yeah. Me Shelter. You just want to see the killing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. All right, I have a question for you. Okay. What would you say if somebody asked you for a random piece of advice? A random piece of advice? Yeah. If somebody just came up to you and said, offer me words of wisdom, what would fly out of your mouth? Good luck. <laughs> That's not advice. Good luck. Are they young? Or doesn't it doesn't matter? Anybody. Anybody? Yeah. Um. Hmm. Mm, I have one. What? That I know we've talked about in the past. What? Like when you have when you have uh friends or friend that has relationship problems. Be careful what you say, because if they're fighting and you're like, yeah, they're, that person's a motherfucker, you should get rid of them. When they make up, you become the asshole. That is very true. And that happens a lot. Yep. <laughs> you told me that piece of advice very early on, and I've uh, it's always stayed in the back of my head, and I've never been the asshole. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you're going through that. That really sucks. If there's anything I can do to help I, you, you let yep. me know. Yep. Um, what would you say? Don't be an asshole. <laughs> That's good too. It yeah. just kind of encompasses everything. Yeah. Like, mm. you can make that apply to anything. Like, yeah. don't listen to what other people say or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. how people, how other people think you should live your life. Right. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah. That's good advice. Yep. You do you. Yeah. Just don't be an asshole. Yep. I like that. Anyways, <laughs> let's play some tunes. All right. Spider Kitten has a new release. Major label debut. Nice. The song we're going to play is Sandbagged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to hear a song from the fabulous Grave Huffer. With the song Death Before Disco. This is an ode to the disco avenging godfather. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
What's up, everyone? This is Richie from Grave Huffer. You're listening to the Grim Dystopian Podcast. Crank it loud. Oh, we got some serious crew going on. Get ready to boogie on down, because here it comes. The biggest explosion Rudy Ray Moore would be fucking proud of that song. <laughs> He'd be fucking spinning in his grave. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty happy about it. I am. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, I always like what Grave Huffer puts out. Yeah. Uh, so I have some uh, local news that no one else is going to care about. Even probably... Me? <laughs> you're not going to care. Maybe a few locals will care. But uh, we have two uh, two Rochester bars are closing down. One is, this is no surprise, 
Unter Biergarten is shutting down after four years. And that place is constantly closing and reopening as something else. Yeah, and I don't get it because it's a really cool location. Especially the outside area in the summer. Yeah. It's really cool. I yeah. Think, I think we need to purchase it and make it a metal bar. And daycare. And Yes, and With daycare. the Burks. Yeah. yeah. We have this whole business plan. That's right. So you can like... You can bring your kids to daycare and then go to the bar. Yeah. All in the same place. And we'll introduce them to heavy metal slowly. Yeah. So that by the time they're 13, mm-hmm. they like all the shit we like. But that's a good plan. We have a whole business model. We just need, if anyone's listening that would like to sponsor our Yeah. Idea, yes. <laughs> no. We're serious. <laughs> um, the other one, it has been open quite a while. Uh, Tap and Mallet is closing. That's kind of, that's a little surprising to me. I it, thought that place was yeah. pretty. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Popular. What that's about. Hmm. But I know some people like that place. I, I can't. Actually, I know uh, Krish Popper likes both of these places. So yes. I think he's going to be very upset when he comes when he, to visit and yeah. they're not open. I, you know, I don't think we went to the beer garden when he was here last. No, we thwarted him from there. Yeah. That's really. a tradition we usually get sucked into. Yeah. We have to drink lipstick beer all night. <laughs> and smell sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah. That was an interesting place. For yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, it was a cool place. Yeah. We had fun there. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine owning an entertainment type business there, through the pandemic. I know. It, it's just... You never know what the rules are going to be day by day, and I know there's so much politics behind all of it, yeah. and what people believe, and yep. different views, and I just I can't imagine the uncertainty. Yeah. So maybe that's why I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, surprisingly, none of the Rochester metal bars closed during that. Knock on wood. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I mean, Bug Jar kind of shut down for a bit, yeah. but they're doing shows again. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem to be Picking back it at up. it. Yeah, yeah. But I know they were. That was questionable for a while if they were going to open again. Yeah, I was a little concerned about that. That's. I mean, I know we have people listening outside of our area, but the Bug Jar is kind of a, a metal staple in yeah. our community. It's been around forever. Yep. Yeah. So it'd be sad if. Something happened to the bug jar. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's... uh, It's been around longer than any of the other metal venues that are currently open in Rochester. Yeah. So, yeah, but they're still going. Or going again. But yeah, that's all I got. Um, So we've been, you know, dealing... We mentioned this last week. We have tentatively purchased the house. I mean, I know we haven't like formally signed anything saying Uh, we're on the hook for it, uh, but we kind of have, um, we're going through the motions and we started talking about like, Oh, we should have like, you know, if it's safe and not crazy, we should have like a little housewarming party Mm -hmm. and have our closest friends over. Housewarning. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and it made me think after last week when we recorded about um, the house warning party that we had. 
in our previous house. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that not was a, one of my finest moments. <laughs> but I was young. Yeah. And I was very uncomfortable because it was like both of our families mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh, which hasn't happened since the wedding. Which nothing bad happened. It's just we. I wasn't used to those two worlds colliding, and yeah. I think I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was young, and I didn't quite yet know how to manage my uncomfortableness. Uh-huh. So I drank a little too much wine. <laughs> yeah, and you ate. <laughs> you ate a whole bunch of the devil's eggs. I oh, uh, and shrimp. And yep, deviled eggs and shrimp, and uh, I threw up all over our bed. Yeah, folks. I can't even tell you what this smelled like. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I pulled you aside at one point in the night and started crying and told you that the shrimp were laughing at me and making fun of me. This was not drugs. This was just wine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, You were hallucinating off of wine. Yes. (laughs) And um, then I walked out into the living room where all of your family was <laughs> and told them <laughs> I had a special message from Gaga, uh-huh. which is your very special grandma. Yeah. Who I've never met. No, she passed away um, like 22 years ago. On Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very beloved woman in mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. and your entire family's lives. Yeah. And um, I insisted on giving everyone an individual hug from Gaga and telling all of them that Gaga said that she loves them. Mm -hmm. And they're probably like, what is this bitch doing? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Nobody's talked about it to this day. Uh, Like there's a ton of funny ass shit that we've done throughout the years with family, like weddings Mm -hmm gatherings picnics that we all laugh and joke about that is one thing that nobody will <laughs> no nobody will bring it to the table yeah like i'm ready to laugh at myself about it yeah. I, there's nothing you know i can't yeah, can't was, undo it but that was a good one yeah yeah <laughs> i think you've always felt like um i feel like you've just from our conversations, you felt like some kind of, even though you never met her, you felt like a fondness towards her. Yeah, I think because you speak so highly, like yeah. she was so special in your life. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why it channeled in that manner mm-hmm. in front of your entire family. Yeah, yeah, that was... And my entire family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, your family had some other shit going on, so I don't know that they even noticed your oh, yeah. nonsense. <laughs> oh, fun time. <laughs> I'm getting like pulling on my collar over here, like it's getting warm and my hands are getting sweaty. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, this house warning party I think will be a little more low key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I we'll, know how hopefully. to handle my uncomfortableness in a <laughs> in a less destructive manner yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you have those weird thoughts, you keep them to yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
just going to go to the bathroom and have a me moment, collect <laughs> myself. All right, we're good. Shrimps laugh at me in private now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. You want to wrap this up with two more songs? You betcha. All right, what's up first? The Mist from the Mountains, a band from Finland with the song Master of Wilderness off their debut album, Monumental, The Temple of Twilight, out on Primitive Reaction, January 28th. Very nice. And then after that, we're going to hear Battering Ram from Sweden with the song What I've Become. And this is coming off of their upcoming release, which is coming out on Uprising Records on December 10th. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? Beware of talking shrimp. (laughs) 